Welcome to Connection Point, uh, and welcome to all those joining us online. I'm Pastor Zach. Shelly and I serve as lead pastors here. So glad you're here today. Good day to be in church. We had uh, one of our young adults from Purdue, as we were singing songs, he shared uh, from Philippians 4, just a verse that the Lord was laying on his heart. Verse 6, it says, Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And you share verse 7, it says, And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. So if you're anxious today, could I encourage you? Write out your thanksgivings. Maybe make a list of, of blessings. Count your blessings. It's a good practice. Count those. You know, start writing them out tomorrow morning. God, thank you for the sunshine. God, thank you for the birds the same. Thank you for college classes when they're easy, right? <laughs> Um, but yeah, if you're anxious today, you know, as we head back into a new school year, oftentimes I can kind of ramp up some of our anxiety and don't be anxious. What's the promise? As we give that over to the Lord, the peace of God, peace of God can fill us. And so we just want, want that for you today. Absolutely. Shelly and I, before we came here to West Lafayette, we were living in Ozark, Missouri. So Ozark, Missouri, we were there and I was traveling on the weekends, uh, speaking about missions, opportunities for churches and people to be a part of what God was doing in overseas settings, in the Middle East in particular. And uh, during the week, I was taking classes at uh, Assemblies of God Theological Seminary for a Master of Divinity. It was busy. So classes in the week, traveling on the weekends. And, and the challenge for our family was, is we had our three kids, two of them were headed into school, so Shelly didn't travel a lot. And so they plugged into a local church where we were at, but even that was infrequent, you know, because sometimes they would travel with me and, and I might get there on a Wednesday for one of their prayer services, but it was, it was kind of hit or miss. And what we realized within a couple of months, it, it felt weird for us because everywhere we've gone, we've always jumped into community and we know what that feels like. So it was weird to feel like what it is to not be in deep community. And we weren't, we really weren't, we were very disconnected. And I, and I can tell you, it didn't feel right. And so what we want to get into today, a message on community, that community is a choice. If that's where you find yourself today, that you feel, I don't know, there's just, you don't feel whole. Part of the promise we have is even reading that scripture, the peace of God. So peace comes from the Hebrew word shalom, which means wholeness. That's really the best definition. You're meant to be whole in God. You're meant to be whole in Jesus. And that even means in community, in relationship with God first and foremost, but in relationship with other people too. God has designed us. He's given us a heart to be in community with others. We're meant to be in good community with others. And so my encouragement today is, I want you to choose community. You know, if your pattern has been to be in church, you know, one or two Sundays a month, or, or anything other than just being all in, may you choose today as you head into this next year, be all in. Find the benefits of being in deep community, because they're there. They're there for you to grab a hold of, and I, and I hope you find that today. So we're going to head into uh, the New Testament book of John today, so we'll get back to our series in Luke in a couple of weeks. So if you have your Bibles, hey, uh, the reason we say that is because I want you to have a Bible. I want you to be in God's Word, and not just on Sundays. May you be in God's Word throughout the week. If you don't have a Bible with you today, we've got some underneath the chair in front of you. You're welcome to grab a Bible. If you don't have one at home, take that home as a gift from the church. Uh, but we just want to get into God's Word, so I'm going to invite you to stand for the reading of God's Word today. We're going to be in John so New Testament, Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, uh, chapter 1, and we're going to be in verse 43. The header is that Jesus calls Philip and Nathanael. So verse 43, it says, The next day Jesus decided to go to Galilee. He found Philip and said to him, Follow me. 
Now Philip was from Bethsaida, the city of Andrew and Peter. Philip found Nathanael and said to him, We have found him of whom Moses in the law and also the prophets wrote, Jesus of Nazareth, the son of Joseph. Nathanael said to him, Can anything good come out of Nazareth? Philip said to him, Come and see. Jesus saw Nathanael coming toward him and said to him, Behold, an Israelite indeed in whom there is no deceit. Nathanael said to him, How do you know me? Jesus answered him, Before Philip called you, when you were under the fig tree, I saw you. Nathanael answered him, Rabbi, you are the Son of God. You are the King of Israel. Jesus answered him, Because I said to you, I saw you under the fig tree, do you believe? Well, you will see greater things than these. And he said to him, Truly, truly, I say to you, you will see heaven opened and the angels of God ascending and descending on the Son of Man. These are the very words of God. You may be seated this morning. What we find here is a passage, it really is about community. And the first thing we find is that to live in community, you must be invited. To live in community, you must be invited. So Philip, he meets Jesus, and what's the invitation? Follow me. It all starts there. The the best and greatest invitation you can be given in this life is the invitation of Jesus to follow me. Best best thing you could say yes to in your life is to say, Jesus, I'm going to follow you. I'm going to be in community with you. So if that's where you need to start today, may I encourage you, start there. If you're not in community with Jesus, if you don't have community with God, don't walk out of this place today not in community with him. Find me after the service. I'd love to introduce you on on what it looks like to follow Jesus for a lifetime. Because what I have found is all deep and great community first comes out of the community you have with God. If you're in community with God, it's easy to be in community with others who follow Jesus too. In fact, you can go very deep in relationship with them. So that's the first place you've got to start. But I love that the invitation that Jesus gives us of follow me, it was first to say, follow me, be in community with me. But, but I love that he was also inviting Philip to a wider community as well. Because Jesus had already invited others to follow him too. So when Jesus tells Philip, follow me, what he's saying, follow me, you'll be in community with me, but you'll also have a band of brothers as well. Here's what we find in the passage right before the, the one that we read this morning. It says in verse 35, The next day, again, John was standing with two of his disciples. And he looked at Jesus as he walked by and said, Behold, the Lamb of God. So John the baptizer, a cousin of Jesus, he's standing there and he proclaims over Jesus, You are the Lamb of God. And so he's got some disciples that are with him. And it says two of the disciples heard him say this, and they followed Jesus. Jesus uh, turned and saw them following and said to them, What are you seeking? And they said to him, Rabbi which means teacher, where are you staying? He said to them, come and you will see. So they came and saw where he was staying and they stayed with him that day for it was about the 10th hour. One of the two who heard John speak and followed Jesus was Andrew, Simon Peter's brother. He first found his own brother Simon and said to him, we have found the Messiah, which means Christ. He brought him to Jesus. Jesus looked at him and said, you are Simon, the son of John. He shall be called Cephas, which means Peter. So I love that when Jesus invites Philip, there's already a community that's gathering. The invitation we have of Jesus to follow me is not just have a relationship with him, but have a relationship with people in the church. That's a big part of why we have the church, is so that we can be in community with others that help us to journey with Jesus for a lifetime. We all need help in that department. Nobody's exempt. So the first invitation is, follow me. So the first part, how do you live in community? You must be invited. When you came in today, those connect group catalogs, can you raise those up for a minute? You find that? 
Okay, we see some in the air. There's your invitation. And even if you don't have one in your seat, you're still invited. So you're invited to be a part of community. May you choose community today. And the second thing we find from the passage, not only must we be invited to live in community, but we also have to get rid of negative thinking to live in community. To live in community, you've got to get rid of negative thinking. Because Philip, he's been invited to follow Jesus. The very first thing he does is, and I want to bring others with me too. So he goes to Nathaniel, but what's Nathaniel say? Can anything good come out of Nazareth? Don't you love those kind of people? <laughs> you've got to see this movie. You know, you've got to come to the store with me. You've got to go see this new restaurant. And what's your friend? Eh, you know, okay. I'm not real thrilled about it. Like, there's just kind of like a buzzkill, right? Negativity is not very attractive. If, if you're a negative person, you feel like you've got negative responses to things. It can hold you back from experiencing everything that God wants for you. You can experience everything that in this life that God has for you, you're meant to be a part of. Negativity is not a great thing. But here's what I love. I love that Philip's like, <clears throat> all right, well, just come and see. Like he knows once he meets Jesus, you know, it's going to happen. And so Nathaniel's coming along. Before Nathaniel can even reach Jesus, what's Jesus say? Behold, an Israelite, he's got a good heart. And Nathaniel's like, how do you know me? He's like, well, I saw you studying under that fig tree. And what's Nathaniel say? Behold, the son of God, rabbi. And here's Philip over on the side like, I told you so, Mr. <laughs> Negativity. You know, like, he's, he finally knows who Jesus is. And I was thinking about this for us this morning. Man, especially incoming freshmen, like you feel like nobody knows me. But can I encourage you this morning? The son of God knows who you are. No better person in this world to know who you are than Jesus, the son of the living God. So if you're here today and you feel like, I'm just, I've been outside of community, nobody knows me. Jesus knows you. He knows the condition of your heart. No better person to know you today. So may you be encouraged knowing God knows who you are, but God also wants you to be in community as well. So as, as Nathaniel finally confesses, yes, Jesus is the, the son of the living God. I love the response. Even though he started out negative, he finally transitioned to he's going to be in community too. So I don't know where you find yourself today. You know, it's, so today is a connect group fair. We encourage people jump into small groups. We run these from September to December. We take a break and we start again in January. And all these are introductory ways for you to be in an environment where you can meet other people. So maybe you'd say, well, you know, I'm good to meet people on Sunday. And I'd say that's kind of hard to get to know, even when we take time for community questions. It's hard to dive deeply into community with others. So jump in a small group. Don't allow that step to say, well, I'm, I'm here on Sundays to hold you back from deeper community. Go further than that. Or, or maybe you'd say, well, I don't know anybody else who's going to sign up for that group. Do what Philip did. What did he do? Nathaniel, come along with me. Grab somebody. Look to the person sitting next to you. Tell them, I've known you for at least 30 minutes. Why don't you come sign up with me? It's going to be awkward and weird, but that's how all community starts, right? Grab a hold of somebody else. Be in community with others. Even if you don't know somebody and you sign up for a connect group, our connect group leaders, the first thing they do the first week or two is they want to help you to get to know others in that group. And, and I will say this. Some of you might say, well, I've done connect groups for a year. I've just had a hard time, you know, finding deep relationships there. And, and I think sometimes we go into the mindset of connect groups of like, this is the finish line. I'm going to find everything here. And that's not set up that way. It's the starting line for you start to develop relationships with others. And, and as you get to know another person in that group, you're like, I really like that person. I should hang out with them. And I would say, 
Let's do that. Invite them over for a meal. Go have lunch with them. Get together for coffee. We are not restricted to community and connect groups. We're simply trying to create an environment where you get to know others. So if you feel like you've had a hard time developing community out of those, I think you may have gone in with the wrong expectation. It's simply an environment for you to get together with like 20 other people, and hopefully out of those 20, one or two are going to connect with you in deep ways. And then start to develop community outside of that space too. Sign up for, with them for a connect group in the spring so you can start to do connect groups together. Whatever it looks like for you, don't let negativity hold you back from being deep in community. Because look at Nathaniel's life. Had he allowed negativity to hold himself back, what would he have missed? If he would have told Philip, what good comes out of Nazareth? I'm going to stay here. He would have missed out on the opportunity of a lifetime. Now, I don't know the future. I'm not a fortune teller. I don't know what you're going to miss out on by not being a part of community. But what I do know this is you'll miss out on deep relationships and you will miss out on some of the things that God wants to do in your life. As you find it over and over in scripture. Because what comes out of community, what comes out of community is relationships and the opportunity to witness extraordinary things. Because what does Jesus tell Nathaniel? He says, really? Just because I, I said I saw you underneath a fig tree? That, that's made, you know, revealed to you I'm the son of God? Oh man, you've not seen nothing yet. You just wait and see what's going to happen over the next three years. Incredible things. And Shelly and I's experience has, has long been, in community, incredible things happen. As you're shoulder to shoulder with others, as you're face to face and having conversation with others, incredible things happen in community. And we want you to experience that. We want you to know what it looks like to be in community with others. And so what we want to do as we uh, close this morning, I want to invite our Connect Group leaders. If, if you're here as a Connect Group leader, would you mind to come forward? Could we welcome them as they come? Our youth are very happy for the Youth Pastors Connect Group. <laughs> uh, so we're, we're, you know, it's incredible the, the many different connect groups that we've got going on. So connect groups meet all throughout the week. They meet at different times. We want to make it convenient for you and ways that you can plug in and be a part. Three different kind of connect groups. We've got community groups. And most of the time that's coming together, hang out, start to build relationships. The second thing is say, man, I just, I need to keep diving deeper with God, with a group of other people. That's what our discipleship groups are for. And then the last one that we have is breakthrough groups. So maybe you know you're dealing with life controlling issues and you'd say, I need to find some freedom. We sang about that this morning. A breakthrough group is a great thing for you to sign up for. So whether you sign up for community groups whether you sign up for discipleship groups or breakthrough groups, we just want you to jump in. We want to meet you where you're at and help you find community. Let's just take a minute and pray over our Connect Group leaders this morning. God, we just thank you. We thank you that you invite us to community. We thank you that that invitation is open to us all. And so, God, I just pray for each and every one in this room. If they don't know you in community yet, I pray they wouldn't leave this place without knowledge of you today. And God, I pray that as we're invited to that community with you, that we wouldn't neglect the community that we're meant to have with others in, in your church. And so God, I pray that we'd find that too. So God, I pray for each and every one of these leaders. I pray that you would give them wisdom and inspiration and strength as they lead for the next few months, uh, their groups. God, I pray that they would lead people into greater love of you. May they lead people into greater love of others. I just pray that great relationships would be formed. And we just ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen.